When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Tell you what I hate. Plugging things. I know. Well, we live in a world of self-promotion, Sean, unfortunately. So that is something something we're just going to have to do. Otherwise, people aren't going to know. All right, fine, fine. All right, come on. Okay. Hello, I'm Sean Walsh. And I'm Paul McCaffrey. And before this new episode, we just wanted to say thank you so much for your support so far. And we really hope you've been enjoying the podcast. We've set up an Instagram page, at What's Upset You Now, where you can find out about live events, upcoming guests, and our brand new one-hour YouTube show that we are launching very soon. So... To keep up with all the latest news from What's Upset You Now, give us a follow on Instagram. Was that all right? You sound like you're hosting, like, breakfast television. <laughs> I wish I fucking was. <laughs> What's Upset You Now? So the thing that has got me down, I think, most of all, in recent weeks and months has been um, not having any excuses to, to not do things. Do you know, when you, when you get asked to do things, um, normally you can say, oh, I can't because I'm having a haircut or I've got a gig to go to or I'm going out for dinner with my dad or anything. But nothing, everyone knows you can do it. So I don't know why they still ask. <laughs> You can't get out of anything now. You can't get out of anything anymore. And they say, oh, can you do this? You, you know I can. Why do you even ask? Why not just tell me to do it? <laughs> and it's, it has become demoralising, I find, after a bit, don't you? Have you got invited to... If, do you want to join our Zoom cocktail party? Of course I fucking don't. But you know I've got no excuse. I, I have to do it. <laughs> oh, uh, so I, I, I would I, I will just start by saying thanks for doing this Jack <laughs> yeah well it so happened I wasn't busy <laughs> oh god I know Paul have you is there anything that you've been doing that you can't get out of I've struggled for a long time with not having a reason not to drink oh yeah 
That's like dry, <laughs> of not, not driven for sort of like best part of yes. There's always been yeah. something that's kind of like at least pushed the time that I can start drinking back to a... Uh, but now there's, there's absolutely no reason to not start cracking on at you know midday. That's been a bit of a problem to sort of discipline myself. But um... it's got dark very quickly, hasn't it, Sean? <laughs> 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 you didn't tell me about Paul. <laughs> so, have you, Jack, have you genuinely been? Have you been genuinely on? sort of Zoom parties. I cannot picture this. I've, I have been involved in some Zoom parties, <laughs> some Zoom quizzes, you know. And oh, God. Zoom quizzes in which... And then and then one week they said, oh, can you set the questions, Jack? So I set the questions and everyone's then moaning that they were too hard. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> I've had all week to think about it. And I thought, what's the point in making them easy, for God's sake? You're all sitting there with Google in your hand anyway. <laughs> I did the question. The first time I set questions, you basically left that quiz with a PhD. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? That you get people hate you, don't they? The boundary between how difficult my questions were to to the ability I have to answer questions. Someone asked me what I thought the tallest building in the world was, and I said a shard, which was about hundred feet. <laughs> I have no idea what the tallest. It's in Dubai. It's the Burj Khalifa, isn't it? Is that in Dubai? In Dubai, yeah, it's the one. It's the big one. And, OK, for bonus mark... <laughs> who, right, from, Here we go. <laughs> fucking turned into a quiz. Who did I go up the Burj Khalifa with? <laughs> and you both know him. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm going to assume... Well, if it was for a TV show, then it would be Romesh. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was uh, it was Josh. It was Josh actually. Oh, yeah. I was doing a corporate with Josh in Dubai, and uh, and that's what we did on our day, during the day. So I've got this photograph of us looking. The guy we took us up right up to the top and took a photo of us, and it looks like we're getting married. <laughs> 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 at the top of the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> in in sort of more real world terms, I, I, like I always get that when sort of UPS or DPL or whatever they're called, the parcel people knock my door because I'm obviously at home a lot of the time and in oh, my yeah. area, I am the sort of go-to yeah. house to take parcels oh. and that is something that you can never... There's, there's no excuse to not take a parcel for your name. Well, it's precisely right. And I, I'm, someone said, to, okay, I've got an Amazon delivery expected. Can you take it in for me? And I just felt like saying, why should I? Why should I? <laughs> just because you reckon, you know, you're, okay, you're an essential worker. So is this you trying to get me to do my bit now? As I've got to take in... What if it's a mattress or a fucking armchair and I've got to have that in my hall? Well, exactly. I think you're perfectly within your rights to ask what the hell is in there. I don't know what sort of kinky shit you're into. I don't want no, to... I don't want that. No dildos under my staircase. Totally. And it is a bit of an imposition, that, because then you've got to oh, wait until they come in and then go round with this. Oh, this is for you. And oh, thanks so much. And all that stuff. So I don't have anything to do with that anymore. I tell you what I can't I, I, I understand. I, I really can't work this out. Is the di- if when an Amazon delivery man turns up, he bang he bangs on the door. The level oh. at which he is banging on my door. I want to say, um. sorry, mate. Excuse me. Are, are you the FBI and you think I've joined ISIS, <laughs> or yeah. are you an Amazon <laughs> delivery man dropping off my new tea cosy? That is not acceptable. This level of banging on the door it- and the di- the gap that they leave. Between the first knock and the second knock is not long enough. No, I, no. where do you think I live? The other side of the front door. 
Like, give me a chance to get from the sofa to the front door. That's like in a TV drama or something, isn't it? When they never wait that long in between knocks. You think, I'll give him a chance, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it obviously says in the script, he knocks and then knocks again. But because they have to tighten up in the edit, it just looks like he's a bad-tempered <laughs> bastard at the door. But Amazon delivery drivers do that. They, the ones weird, they ring the bell and then they'll use the knocker straight away. Like you said, there's no, there's no kind of attempt at letting us get to the door. And then they start banging it with their fists on the door as well. And yeah. you just, by the time you get there, you're, you're, you're traumatised. And they don't seem to afford me with the same sort of uh, urgency that they treat other people's parcels. I got out of the shower because one was ringing so much. I thought there must have been a death in the family. Someone couldn't get through on yeah. the phone. Just ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, came down. And he's like, oh, you are in. I've got a parcel for next door. I'm like, what do you... I thought at least it would have been for me. And then as soon as I'm not in, oh, your parcel's in fucking next door's bin. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. They don't... They give you a minute and then I've, so many times I've had that. And they knock and I'm actually almost behind the door and I open it and there's no one there. Except it's just a parcel on the step and he's gone. He's disappeared. <laughs> Well, that is, I don't know if you saw the story about uh, someone who ordered a HelloFresh delivery the other day, and as part of it, oh, they'd yeah. ordered a bottle of Coke. I don't know who's ordering, ordering bottles of Coke from HelloFresh, but when they came, the, bo- the bottle of Coke was a bottle of piss. Did you see this? It was on... So, <laughs> and so the, the guy tweeted it and added HelloFresh in, and this is the problem with Twitter. The thread underneath it is all people going, well, I think you should find out the full story before you start tweeting about this. You don't know what working conditions this guy's under. It's like... This guy's had a bottle of piss delivered to his house. Yes, yeah. How is he the bad guy? Unless you're an astronaut, you've no need to go <laughs> doing peeing into a bottle. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking, talking about excuses and stuff and how much better it would be if favours were outlawed. So so no, it's not actually. It's not. It's not legal anymore to ask someone a favour. <laughs> I never. Uh, have you ever? You've known me a long time. Have I ever asked either of you a favour ever? <laughs> no, because I got my shit together. I can cope. <laughs> I don't. I don't need. You know, and also when you start doing people favours, they take advantage. I mean, look, I during the lockdown, I, I'm I'm a decent person, I'm a good citizen. So I I've got a, an elderly neighbour about three doors up the road, and I do know because she's got a cat and everything. Like sometimes it comes into our garden. So when it was all you know going off with the COVID, I thought I better I better see if she needs anything, you know, because she might not want to go to the shops herself, and that's the sort of person I am. I like to think. <laughs> no, uh, with this. I I go and I said, I'm, I'm, I'm popping up the shops. Um, do, you, do you need me to get you anything? And do you know what she wanted me to get? Bird food. Bird food. <laughs> That's way too specific. <laughs> but also, I, I, I imagine you might need some more tea bags or milk or something. But yeah, not yeah. tea bag. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm. Let's let's not worry about other species at the moment. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> I've, I've, I've offered you a favour, and I think that's taking the piss. Now I've got to go to the supermarket, ask for bird food, and they, you know, and people are looking at me thinking, "Haven't you got anything better to do with your time?" Yeah, where you've gone wrong there is not specified the actual shop that you were going from. Is can I get you something specifically that is on sale in Tesco's? Yeah, yeah, but you know exactly. It turns out these supermarkets do have bad food as well. And I, but I, I just felt I felt a bit a bit used, really. <laughs> You're the reason that money was invented. Yes. 
You know, and then uh, then they make a bloody fuss of it when you bring bring the stuff back for them. You know, oh, I've got your loaf of bread. Oh, how much do I owe you? I have no idea how much it was. I bought a whole load of stuff. I didn't just go for you. Oh, didn't you keep the receipt? Of course, I didn't get the receipt. What do you think I am? <laughs> Christ. I've got a life. I don't like going to the supermarket and then, and then reading about it afterwards on my receipt. So I have no idea how much it... It doesn't matter. Have it. Have it as a present, all right? I'll tell you what, from now on, I'll buy you bread every week because I can't be asked to find how much it was. <laughs> and all these little things, they, they come because people ask favours. And I think it's where we all go wrong. We, we, everyone would lead their lives so much better if no one was asking you favours. <laughs> It's just annoying when, you, when you're not able to say no. I mean, if you've offered up, you know, to get something for someone from the shop, then that's on you, really. But, I mean, I'd love to be able to sort of say no. <laughs> I've got a friend, I asked him once for a favour, and he said no without even finding out what the favour was. Well, I admire that. <laughs> I know, exactly. I wish I was like that. Yeah, so do I. I said, mate, can you ask you a favour? He went, no. <laughs> that's excellent. That is how it should go. That's how it should go. <laughs> what do you think about this? People think that I'm rude... Because if they ask, say they text me and they say... Yes, we do. (laughs) They text me and they say, oh, do you want to meet for a coffee? Or can you meet for a coffee? And I just put back no. No. And then they complain about that. They complain. They say, God, you're so blunt. I think, well, what do you want me to do? I can't meet you, so I'm saying no. I can't apologise every time. I'll write you a letter with excuses and reasons that I can't meet you. Just no. I can't go. Well, just out of interest, what was the reason that you couldn't meet them for a coffee? Well, it'll just be I'm working or I've got I've got something on. It's just I can't. What's the point in? Oh, I would I would love to, but I can't. I wouldn't particularly love to either. No, I probably just would because I've got nothing else on, but I can't. So the, the word is no. This need this need to be let down gently is it's getting out of hand, isn't it? I think you should just have a just a yes or a no. This is what to do. You just use. Emojis, you have a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> so that's all. Julius Caesar. Yeah. So if someone asks you, can you come for coffee? Thumbs down. And that's all it is. No one's offended. Everyone knows that's the rule from now on. That's how it should go. That's how it should go. I think we I think we get I think we're getting somewhere now. <laughs> but there's a, a a sort of deli place around the corner from where I am. And I like to go and get, sometimes I go and get a bacon roll from there, right? Which is just, yeah. just some, you know, once a week sometimes. Yeah, got to enjoy your life. Yeah, what's been happening? Yeah, you know, what's the point in working hard when you can't have stuff like that going on? All right, so <laughs> I go in there and they've only got sausages in a roll in a bat instead of bacon. And I said, have you not got any, can, you got the bacon baps? And, the, and she said, no, because of COVID. Now, I'm sorry, but I... <laughs> Uh, unless I understand <laughs> if there's no rolls at all. I didn't realise it had spread to pigs. Yeah, the baker is dead and we can't do any more sandwiches, right? That I understand. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we've got no supply of any meat at all. There's never going to be... I'm going, OK, I understand, fair enough. This is this is, this is is what we were warned about This is and it's happening. But no, they've got bread, they've got sausages... Basically, she couldn't be asked to cook bacon as well. That's all it was. And I'm the one who's having to pick up the pieces by, you know, having their day ruined, effectively. Paul is a... I wonder where you stand on this, Jack. Paul is a fan of sort of small talk in shops. 
Phillips. Oh yes, he really likes being the sort of you know the the sort of every man, the sort of friendly, happy-go-lucky yeah. guy. Or oh, here he is to cheer yeah. everyone up at work. And I, I'm more a sort of you're being paid to do your job. I'm the customer, and I'm giving you the money, and that's the arrangement, and it's working. I went into a bun shop the other day. I'm sick of this. This is a sort of new age we live in. I go into a bun shop in West London, and I walk in, and I'm looking. She says, "Have you been here before?" What the fuck is it to you? <laughs> what does it matter? I know! It's a specific bun shop. It's not even a selection of different pastries. There are only buns. I think I can work this out for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. And it's specifically in a shop like that where they have to ask, have you been here before? I'd actually be suspicious of a place where they have to ask if you've ever, if this is a return visit or not because they're interested <laughs> to see if someone's ever going to come back to them. <laughs> But I think I think what's going on. I think with, with Paul going in and being being all chatty. I think you're looking at stuff in your act, aren't you? Really, Paul? You want to go? I went. I went to the shop the other day, and I said to the, you know, and you say so you want you want some material out of it. You're just you want you know do two things to the price of one effectively, and these people don't even know that they're doing it. 